With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Aloha, everybody. This is Jennifer and our, my co-host here, Bob. Aloha. It's a beautiful May day here. Hope you got your May baskets. Getting weird. If we come in and out on the radio station today, bear with us and uh, we'll get back in there. And we're going to go. We then have the type things going on. Yeah, we were talking about it's kind of interesting. We've not had very much technical difficulty, but we have <laughs> <laughs> turned this to uh, paranormal shows. So if, <laughs> yeah, if, we, if we end up being off the air, we're even having trouble with Skype today too. So um, if, if we end up going off, we'll, we'll get back on as quickly as possible. So um, anyways, last week we had um, a, about a 45-minute show on paranormal activity. And it wasn't uh, enough. Wasn't enough. We couldn't get enough of her. <laughs> we couldn't uh, get to everybody, so we went ahead and decided to schedule another show uh, similar to last week's show. And what uh, kind of set the <clears throat> topic for that show was a couple of different things. I have a lot of questions on paranormal activity and what spirits, you know, different things are. And uh, the show Paranormal Activity, which we talked about last week, uh, also feels that whole uh, discussion, if you will, that sort sort of thing. Uh, my kids had both went and seen it, and they thought it was actually pretty funny. My coworker um, that I had had a while ago, that's become a friend of mine, uh, went and seen it, and she couldn't sleep with her foot outside the covers. So, <laughs> so, so Don, if you're listening, um, yeah, yeah, I'm talking about you. And no, so one of the things uh, that I was trying to get across to everybody, and we do have a couple of callers on the air, so just bear with us for a little bit. But one of the things that I wanted to get across to everybody, which you tend to be with the callers and, and Don, but is it's it's really gotten to where it's created quite a fear base. Um, you know, the the media and, and the different things that they portray, paranormal activity, um, it's really gotten to where it freaks people out like so lack of knowledge uh, you know which is a lot of fear-based things are because people don't know what is behind anything well one thing I sorry to interrupt but as you talk about that that I I'd like you to touch on a little bit is that's that's part of the problem with the media you know for example as a hip as a certified hypnotherapist you know people always think I'm going to hypnotize them to give me their bank account number and that kind of thing and mm-hmm. if I could I wouldn't be sitting here with you I'd be on a yacht somewhere however um, so there's a lot of fear-based things that are generated by media and movies and things like that, and paranormal activities. I mean, we're talking about not just the, the parting of the Red Sea type of activities, like your tramp. Um, like like your blog talk radio show thing not working? Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay, go on in. Thanks about you know just rings being misplaced light switches going on somebody had brought up in the show or lights being some of the about the um uh, uh spirits and different things going through electricity and that's actually a very common thing for them to you know get into the to flickering lights or to messing with the TV because of the frequencies and they can easily tap into that. So, um, but what I kind of want people to understand is that when you, when you live in such a physical existence and when you're not really understanding that actually you're, you're so spirit based and everybody knows this and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We all know we're spirit based. We all know we're spirit, you know, or half the people out there do. But um, the thing is, if you really sat there and thought about it for a minute, that is actually your natural state of existence. So 
being that is your natural state of existence and you're only here in the physical body for a short time, that's not that weird for other people that are in their natural state of existence to try to make contact with you or use their, their abilities, that, their natural abilities that are your natural abilities as they're in their natural state. So it's really an amazing thing. It's really hard to, um, which I don't know if everybody knows, for spirits to make contact and move things and, and um, do something similar to a story that I'm going to explain to you. And so when they do that, it's really great. Um, and you should feel really uh, almost honored in a way that they would make that effort and put that much energy into trying to let you know that there's another side, that they're alive, that, they, that you do exist. You know, that's really amazing. But aren't there some things, actually, you're talking about uh, um, them materializing on the physical plane being hard. There's, isn't there, aren't there some things that are easier for them to communicate? I mean, they have to raise their vibration to a certain extent to where, um, you know, that they can come into the things try to make contact with you uh, in some sort of way though that takes an intentional effort to do that do that is really super uh, uh, special I would like people to look at it more as wow they really think that um, I mean so much to them at a, at a certain point that you know they're trying to let me know that they're here now there are some people that are spirits um, not just spirits but their ghosts and that's where people start doing the what's the difference you know the voodoo or, or you know the noise you made type of thing so the difference is when you're just spirit based and uh, you are on the other side in your natural state of existence you know you're there you also contact on the physical plane you're living in your natural state if you are a ghost you do not know that you are in your natural state. You still think you're a physical being. Oh, I know a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so those people have a hard time. They're stuck, aren't they? They're I mean, stuck. They're, they're, they're stuck. Not, yeah. They're not moving toward the light. So exactly. They, they, and that happens sometimes when they have like a, a real traumatic ending exactly. to their physical life. Or, correct? exactly. Like what just happened? Where the hell am I? Yeah. That's, traumatic or they have unfinished business and they really really grasping to hold on because they have unfinished business. So they don't understand that they're not in the physical realm anymore. So when, like, if you move it, go to a house or go to a place that's haunted, or uh, what people call haunted, and that, again, I think that the interpretation of that is really, uh, I think it's funny when people say that, but because really people think that, you know, uh, graveyards are haunted and all these different places are haunted, and it cracks me up because... Spirits are everywhere. They're everywhere all the time. But if you go into a place where there's ghosts or they think that there's ghosts and someone that has not moved on and does not understand that they're dead, you know, they're not going to hurt you, but they also are going to be a little bit wondering why you're in their place, you know, why you're hanging out in their space. So um, they may do things to get your attention like shutting doors moving things, making noises, because they're trying to figure out why you're in their space. Now, there's things that you can do about that. There's uh, ways um, that you can, you know, bless the rooms and ask them to go to the lights and, and, and call in angels and different things to, to get them moved out. But for the most part, these, or you can move or just not go to those places. Mm. Um, but most of the time, they're, they're really not causing anybody any harm. They're very confused. So we've got several callers on the line, and before I tell my other story, I'm going to go ahead and try to take one of these so maybe we don't get backed up so far this time. Hi, uh, this is area code 951. You're on the air. Uh, yes, hello. Hi. Hi, uh, hello. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Yeah. What's your question? Yeah, uh, uh, my question is uh, basically um, I... Um, I met a girl named Heather, and uh, mm -hmm. I um, I sent an email to her roughly um, uh, roughly a, a week ago. Uh, I've been speaking to her for about a month and a half, and uh, this, you know she was responding and everything, and all of a sudden, um, you know she just stopped responding. And uh, I was thinking, um, you know, maybe um, you know should I just uh, just forget about her and move on, or you know does she have feelings for me or is interested in me? 
Um, you know, I think that uh, you guys live near in, a, a little bit away from each other. We do. Or I mean, we do. Yeah, because it seems like they're friends there. Um, I mean, physically, uh, and you know, I just feel like she's kind of not in the same place that you are. I wouldn't necessarily, you know, lose all contact with her, but as far as wondering if you're in the same place and should keep pursuing it, I don't feel like at this time is the best time to keep pursuing it. So if you keep trying to email her or what have you, just do it on more of a friendship level because it's almost like she kind of freaked out a little bit and sort of thought, well, I don't know if I want to do this and, you know, whoa, 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 wait a minute, and she's sort of taking a break. Now, when you talk to her, she may say something else, but that's but that's because at that time, because I kind of think you do talk to her again, at that time she's kind of trying to cover herself so she doesn't look like she's blown you off. So, um, and women as well as men, I have relationship questions all the time, and, and I'm telling you guys, I'll say it again for everybody that's listening out there, if a woman or a man wants to pursue a relationship, as you know, um, you're going to pursue it. So there's not going to be any question for the other person. You know, you're not just going to leave somebody hanging like that if you want to pursue the relationship, right? Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, actually, actually louder than words. Uh, sorry, I know you didn't want to hear that, but that doesn't mean you need to cut all contact, and it doesn't mean in the future she might not be in a different place. Okay. And, you know, that's relaxing the communication in a long-distance relationship in particular will will kind of make things open up a little bit more. Yeah, so I just uh, chill out on that a little bit and and not worry too much about, you know, what's happening. I have my switchboard that's that's uh, not doing so well right now. So, anyways, we're going to try to take the next caller. Thank you for calling. Thank you very much for your time. Okay, um, have a good day. It's a good thing that we actually, you guys, we have to have two computers running at this time. This is actually ridiculous. But kind of funny, at the same time, I guess we're learning to multitask more. At least our Skype is still working. Well, so do you know anything about the Mercury retrograde stuff? Because evidently that makes things go haywire. And can something like that uh, increase or decrease paranormal activity? You know, I don't get into the Mercury retrograde stuff because I'll tell you why. This is kind of funny. I'm not, I'm not an astrologer, but I play one on TV, yeah. that kind of thing. No, but, you know, every time that it seems like the astrologers that I know, and don't get me wrong, everybody, I love astrologers. There are some amazing ones out there, and I actually consult one myself every six months, so I think that they have very valid information. But it seems like I kept hearing every time that things weren't going right well, Mercury is retrograde. Mercury retrograde. Yeah, I say that three times. Yeah, that was really hard. So I got to where I just stopped listening because it seemed like it was in retrograde all the time. I could have been using that all week. Wow. (laughs) Or even all month. I've been hearing a lot too. Yeah, it's like it's constantly in retrograde. And how the heck does that work out? I mean, come on, people. So, anyways, we're going to take another caller. Uh, It's going to be area code 401. Can you hear us? Yes. Hi, Jennifer. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How about you? Um, I um, listened to your show um, last week. I'm sorry? Go ahead. Oh, I listened to you your listen show to last show week last... and um, wanted to listen again this week so that I could ask this question. I need some help deciphering the okay. messages that are coming from the spirits that I think live here in my condo. Um, okay. Just listening to your... Um, description, I'm thinking that they may be ghosts because over the last, I'd say, three years or so, we've had some major water issues. Um, We just were flooded again most recently. I'm in Rhode Island, so we had all sorts of stuff going on here. Um, And now things are missing, breaking. um, And a relationship I was just in for a couple years ended abruptly with, you know, for no reason. So it's, I'm not sure what's going on. I just kind of need some help. Well, actually, I do feel like you have a ghost. It's not just a spirit trying to contact you. You do have some ghost activity um, in that condo at that time, and or at now. It's a condo, right, you said? Yes, yes. 
Um, and a couple of different things is, um, I, you know, they're not going to harm you, but please understand, and everybody else that's listening, I'm, I'm actually really glad that you called in and asked this question because one of the, the points that you had made was, you know, I had a relationship that abruptly ended. Um, you know, those, when ghosts are in your house or spirits are in your home or whatever, they don't impact your life in that way, per se. So please don't connect those two things. I mean, you may be on a life path with having some things, you know, that happen, but please don't connect those two things because then it turns it into something it's not. It turns it into something where it, like, has more control over your life or something, you know? I mean, like, your physical life. And they really don't have that much control over your life path or any of that. And so one of the things that we had talked about before was um, – you know, spirit possession and, and, and that sort of thing. And I know that there's a lot of psychics that believe in, um, in you know, being possessed and having to be, what is that word? Um, uh, exorcism. Exorcism. exorcism and that, yeah. And since I am a... Since I'm a channel, I'm a full-blown channel, um, I can allow spirits to come in and talk through me and, and do that sort of thing, which, again, probably completely freaks out everybody. And to tell you the truth, it sort of freaked me out when I first started doing it. <laughs> but you have to give them permission to do that. It's not like you're going to allow somebody with a negative energy to come in. It's not, And it's not that everybody's going to channel like I do. So, okay, that aside, it's not affecting your personal life path. But it can make your physical place, you know, a little bit irritating. If, if they're feeling a certain way, you might be able to feel their energy. If they're moving stuff or if they're angry that you're in their place, then you're going to be able to feel that energy as well. You could do a blessing in there. Um, sage helps if you burn a sage. And what you do is you walk around the, you, you walk around the whole perimeter of your house and you start at the door and you walk through every room and you entire thing and then you end up at the door again and you open it and allow the energy to go out secondly um you need to just yes it's really it kind of it kind of encircles them and then kind of pushes them out you know sort of um and during that time go ahead no i said i've done that a few times i've done smoke with sage and sage and unfortunately i didn't okay i sat at the door and walk around so that could be part of it okay Right. Well, and that's just one thing. But what you really need to do is um, keep letting the – start talking to the uh, ghost. It seems like a male to me. So okay. you need to start talking to this and, and tell them, you know what, you're, you're, you're not physical anymore. You're, you've, got, you've passed over. You need to go to the light. At the same point, I would do a meditation at night before you go to bed and talk to your spirit guides and the angels and ask them to come get them and ask them to show them through the light. And when you, because they can hear you. Ghosts and spirits can hear you talking. So if you continue to say, you know what, this isn't your space. This, isn't not, this is not where you're supposed to be. They're going to come get you. You need to go to the light. You need to go home. And just be matter of fact about it. And if you do this over the next few weeks, actually I think four, you're going to almost just going to be gone because you actually have a strong connection with your guide. And they do tend to come in and, and move some things around and, and uh, um, try to get your attention. That will probably happen. I mean, has that happened sure for you? Because you know that do you know that you have a strong connection with your guide? Uh, I have been told that, but um, I feel yes. like I've been disconnected over the last year and a half or so, and um, I'm just trying to get that back. No, um, you you may have been disconnected as far as putting up a little bit of your own but, um you will they're still trying they're still trying to get your attention and to be around you so they're still doing some little things to get your attention so what i'm saying is twofold you have the ghosts in there you have your guides trying to get your attention but do the meditation at night asking them to come get the ghost it talk to the ghost like it's a normal person and just say look you know you and so that will subside in the next right at four weeks as you continue to do that it'll get less and less and then you'll know what's remaining is your guides. Okay? So the flooding and all this other stuff, it doesn't really have anything to do with him. It's just kind of... No, the flooding is life happening. Okay, cool. You know, and, and that's good. Yeah, it's good to know. You know, um, actually, uh, ghosts and spirits can, you know, have caused pipes to break in different things of, of different natures, not yours. Okay. So you're, don't even, yeah, don't worry about it and don't relate the two. Um, don't make it into something a little bit bigger than it is. 
Perfect. Okay? Thank you. All right. You have a wonderful day. Thanks. You too. Take care. Bye. All right. For everybody out there, too, I guess I never um, – my website is the jenniferopsychic.com, and um, I'm on Facebook. So we have a, a, I have a Facebook page, Jennifer O Intuitive, and on my website, the jenniferopsychic.com, uh, you can, there's a link to the blog talk radio. There's a link to the Facebook. Um, there's all sorts of things on there. I do quotes every week on my Facebook. If, and if you want readings or want more information, you can email me and that sort of thing. So definitely check that out. And if you're listening on blog talk radio, the call in number is 917-8926. We're talking with Jennifer O, uh, Hawaiian psychic intuitive, uh, author, um, healer and uh, uh, call on in and she will answer any questions you have. The show is about uh, psychic uh, uh, act. If you have a question for Jennifer, call on in and she'll answer it for you. Yeah, more relationship. How <laughs> <laughs> you think? Yeah. We, we answer all of those. It's, it's many readings. So I'm going to take Taller talk uh, uh, some other experiences that we've had that I wanted to tell people about. This is area code uh, 253. Hello? Aloha. Hello. Hi. Aloha. Oh. Hello. Welcome. Hi. Thank you. Can you hear me okay? We're breaking up a little bit on yes, my end. Yes, Okay. Well, you know, um, I think it's... Mercury retrograde. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the <laughs> Skype. I'm telling you, we've had all kinds of. We've got two computers going. It's ridiculous. Uh, so gotcha. what kind of, <laughs> Go ahead. Um, do I? Can I ask any kind of question at all, work related? You can ask anything. Okay. Uh, yeah, we are kind of breaking up here. Um, yeah, I'm looking for work. What do you see happening for that? Um, you are, it seems, you're not working right now. You are, you are laid off or some, something abrupt happened with that? Yes. Okay. It just seems like something sort of abrupt happened, but it also seems like the area that you're looking in, um, doesn't necessarily, the economy feels like it's slower than some other places. Does that sound right? Yes. Yes, that's right. Okay. Yeah. It feels like that it's just really kind of trying to recover all on its own. So that doesn't help your looking for work, by the way. So yeah. when you look for work, um, you you know, you may want to change your direction a little bit of what you're looking, but there's not a whole lot that you can do in the area that you're in. So the only thing, if you're going to continue to stay in that area, you just need to keep doing what you're doing and sort of pounding the pavement and, and going to some different uh, places that maybe you don't even know are hiring. And the thing is, I don't see work coming up for you for about four months. So um, that puts, I'm thinking that's July, August or something bad, about four months. But I'm uh, getting about. uh, uh, My unemployment runs out in two months, so I don't have the luxury of four months. Right. Well, and that's the thing. So your other option is to, is there... um, any other towns that are is near your town, like um, maybe an hour away or something? Do you have something close? Well, the closest big town would have to be Seattle, but that's uh, for for the for a night for a minimum wage job, which is probably what I'd end up getting. Um, would be uh, a, a very very arduous commute. I I used I had a roommate once who used to commute to Seattle, and it would take him two hours to go 30 miles. Well, what I'm saying, though, know, is, is Seattle or wherever, is there somewhere like about an hour from where you currently live, in the city that you currently live? Seattle. Okay. Seattle. Yeah, yes, okay. that is Seattle. Okay, that is Seattle. Seattle. Okay, because I feel that if you start looking for the town that's about an hour of where you currently live, what you're telling me is Seattle, I feel that you will get something quicker and that it will be something temporary um, for hold you over between your unemployment and between the four-month mark, which I believe that you find something in the town that you're in. I am, so, I am, um, I am looking to leave this town. I am looking to, to get the heck out of here. I can't okay. live here. I okay. don't want to stay well, here. 
I'm trying to move. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get a job so I can make an out-of-state move. That's my real goal here. My goal is to okay. d- wash my hands of this place. Well, and I think that it's time for you to move on. I think that that's a good idea. But I like the – and I know that you're not real excited of looking near Seattle, but whatever town's about an hour from you, that's where you'll find work within the next months. And, well, then what? Start from I'm sorry. There. Once you get what? I'm sorry. I'm, I we are breaking up. How many months did you say that was? Uh, go look in Seattle, near Seattle, or near the hour away town from you. It'll be about in the next couple months. You'll find work there. So it'll be before that employment runs out. Okay, I'll be honest. What I think is going to happen is I think I'm going to end up getting a temp job somewhere in my area working in a warehouse for a minimum wage. That's what I think it's going to probably end up having to be. Well, you can pursue that and you can definitely, yeah, you can definitely try that. But I think that you would be more happy if you pursued the stuff within the hour distance and put some applications in there because I think it would be a better job for you and it moves you on to actually moving. So, you know, you can do either way and, and see what happens. Um, well, what kind, of job, what kind of job are you thinking it's going to be in Seattle? Because, and the reason I ask that, because by the, if, I, if I'm driving an hour, that's a lot of gas money. That's a lot of well, gas money. And so I need to... Yeah. But that's the point, and the point is putting that out there that you need to have enough money to cover the gas money, and that's what will open for you. There will be a job. You will only apply for jobs that would make it worth your while to travel an hour, and one of those jobs would become available to you. It's kind of in your ballpark. It's up to you. You can choose to stay in the area and work in the warehouse or whatever if you think that that's your temporary job, or you can choose to see what's out there and um, only apply for those jobs that you think would cover your gas and make it worth your while to travel um, an hour to and from work because you're right, gas is expensive. So it's kind of you get a choice there. So kind of, and one of the things that Jennifer is talking about here is to make sure that you're looking for reasons that something will work uh, more so than reasons something won't work. Uh, And that keeps you more focused on specific things that uh, are are more uh, uh, heartfelt for you and things that you would enjoy doing. Yes, and I think that you would enjoy that a lot more than a warehouse. I really do. But I know I'm having a hard time hearing you also as well. So hopefully that you, um, you know, do what's right for you and what's, what you feel in your heart center. And um, I'm going to go ahead and take the next call. So you could have good, or good luck to you. And I hope that you uh, continue to look in the area that I was mentioning to you because I think that you would be a lot more satisfied with that work. And, and, and don't limit yourself thinking it won't be enough money because that's putting a limit on yourself. And, and I don't feel that that's the case. So okay. you have a wonderful day. Okay. Okay, aloha. Aloha. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Yeah, we're having a little bit of uh, <laughs> breakup issue here. Yeah. So, Again, bear with us. Mercury retrograde. Paranormal activity. I'm going to get a t-shirt. Yeah. Maybe a tattoo. I don't know. Hi, um, area code 412. Hi, I'm Kathy. How are you? Wonderful, Kathy. How are you? I'm good, except I'm a little confused about which way my employment situation is going. I have a job. I'm looking for more. Will I find it? How long? Um, you're looking for additional work on top of your job. Is that, is that right? That's absolutely correct. Yeah, because it feels like you're looking to add more to your workload. What are you thinking, Kathy? (laughs) (laughs) I love what I do. That's all. (laughs) Actually, I feel that you have an opportunity coming up probably in the next three weeks. It's fairly soon. Um, that you can add some more to your workload. And it seems like a temporary, maybe like, because it seems like it might be night work uh, one or two nights a week or something or three nights a week, Um, but it's something that you would be happy with for now that actually may lead to other work because it almost seems like um, it might even be some contracting work. I don't know if it will be like cleaning or different things, but where you're paid so much um, money uh, for this work per company, and then you maybe can add up like a clientele type thing. So um, does that sound familiar at all to you? Oh, it sounds very familiar. You're very spot on. 
We're okay. So, so yes. Yeah, so I think when the opportunity comes, it looks like close to three weeks, maybe a little bit um, sooner. Um, I think it's going to be, you're going to be really happy with that because, and it's also going to lead to more work. So I really feel like you're on your, that's sort of setting you in the direction of where you want to go. Um, because there's also I a direction like a, you want to go. I sound like a nutcase because I love to work. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's wonderful. That's actually really great. Um, you, you know, you take pride in your work. And um, this thing that's going to be happening to you is kind of going to build you in another, another direction also and sort of take on a life of its own, and it's going to be something that you really enjoy. And I keep saying that you really take pride in this work. So um, it's really amazing, and what a neat opportunity. And that's really in vibration with you. So you should be very proud of yourself. Um, but I do see that it's it's um, not very long from now. So so uh, good luck with that's that. That's good. You're going to be, yeah. I get, and, uh, I get discouraged so easy. You know, you must be doing something right, though, because I I can feel people's discouragement, and I can feel when that they're fighting, going one direction or another. Um, I know that some people, when I tell them things, they 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 listen to me, but they don't really want to listen to me. Um, and you are very still open. So even if you might get discouraged, you're still very open and focused on your goal. And your goal is actually in front of you and coming up in the next three weeks. So. You still do a good job of doing that, and that you should be very proud of. And, and you know what? We all get discouraged every now and again. That It happens to me as well, and I, you know, teach this stuff all the time, but every spiritual teacher that I know, um, they have their times of discouragement, and, and you have to remind yourself. And just the, the point of it is to learn from, from it and to how you handle the discouragement. Do you sit there and do you... Do you bask in it and make that part of your life, or do you realize you were discouraged for a minute or an hour or a day and realize you don't like it and want to just continue to move on? We're never going to live our life not being discouraged, you know? Yes, exactly. Thank you so exactly. much for your time. You're welcome. You have a good day, and um, I have some wonderful articles on my website. If you haven't checked it out, you should. Um, that's the jenniferopsychic.com. Um, and I also have a lot of articles on my media page. And if you're on Facebook, go on there and befriend me. Um, okay, I don't know. Thank if... you. Yes. All right. I'm have a good day. Do that. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. I love calls like that. And I think people um, do get under the impression that, like, um, some people just live their lives never getting discouraged or never um, having their own doubts or fears or you know, like they think that some people just are perfect in, in how that they learn and teach. And, and we're all human. That's part of being human is, is to learn from mistakes and to, to learn how you don't want to be, you know. Learn what works, what doesn't work. Yeah, and exactly. People, and people with different styles have different uh, opportunities open to them. Like uh, the last caller, uh, she talked about how she loves to work. Right. That's, Which, you know, that should be something that everybody gets uh, stuck with. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> We have another caller, um, Yeri Code 5. Hi. Hi. Aloha. Happy May Day. Oh, oh yeah. That's what you yeah. <laughs> Happy May Day. <laughs> <laughs> what can we help you with today? Well, I wonder what you saw around my work. We get a lot of work, work questions work day. today. It's not relationship day. Well, it's sort of relationship. I can twist that into a relationship. <laughs> uh, give me a little bit more uh, uh, detail to your question. There's conflict there. It's, it's focused on me. I'm in the right. <laughs> and I'm trying to... <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I'm trying to be the peacemaker and just focus on the work and that's what I'd like to see happen, have it just completely focused on work. I love that at least you're upfront about being right, but um, <laughs> more, people can really learn from that. Uh, you know, um, there does seem to be some conflict and some things that are going on in your work, but this doesn't seem to be the first time. Am I right? No, it's been ongoing. The person there doesn't show up, doesn't do the job. 
you know, it's not right. But count it, on. it just seems like that it's a constant, like, if it's nothing, it's something else. And there seems to be a lot of, uh, like, bickering or irritation at your work to where they're rubbing people the wrong way and, and you know, people, like, some people are, feel that they're right, but everybody feels like they're right. So it don't matter. You know, that's not a win-win situation. And the thing is, is uh, you really don't have the healthiest work environment, you know? And yeah. are you agreeing, you know? Yeah. So, it's, it's, I don't like this word and I hate it when people say this, but it's kind of like toxic. It's just like, you guys, um, if you, you need to go to my website and um, read uh, Finding a Job with a Leap of Faith. And actually, I don't know if I have all the information in there that I want you to have, but sometimes people work together. Um, I have a book coming out and it actually has all the information I'd like you to have right now. Um, but since it's not out, check out the website and check out the article. What I, people don't understand is a lot of times when they work together, there's something that's called work incompatibility. And it's not necessarily because of the workplace. It's not necessarily because one person's worse than another person. It's because when you put the mix of people together and the work environment together, it's a bad combination. Um, people set each other off in different ways. They don't agree. They do agree. They, they're having all this conflict. And I do not see that resolving at your work, by the way. I see that if, once that this gets resolved, there's going to be something else. So the only thing that you can do at this point is remove yourself from any conflict, and you can make a choice. You can either continue to be <laughs> right. <laughs> I love that. I'm going to love that all day long. You can either, and that doesn't mean that you're not right. You may very well be right, and they may very well be wrong. But the problem is, is you're still in conflict, and you still have to work there, right? So, you know, you're going to have to either make a choice and decide that it's okay that you still, that this conflict is going to go on and that you happen to be a part of it and be involved in it, or you're going to have to decide that, you know what, this isn't for me and I, I don't want to be involved in this all the time. I don't want to be another ingredient to the chaos because whether you're right or not right, they're going to be defensive at you as well once you state an opinion of any kind. Do you, does that make sense? Yeah. You know, and you know, are you really are you understanding what I'm saying though? Like even if if two people are um arguing or talking and even if you were one of them and you literally were the right person, everybody in the room agreed with you that you were the right person. Once you voice your opinion in that matter to other people, I'm back. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, okay. Go ahead. You know, I, I, I just made that statement this morning. I'm not going in there and and proclaiming that kind of stuff. I'm just trying to focus on getting the job done. And sure. Uh, and that's absolutely fine, but what I'm saying is, once you become, you have people in your work environment that are going to be in constant confliction or opinionated or constantly having some drama around them, okay? So even if you just want to get your work done and you, and once you voice an opinion at all, it draws you into it and then it makes it come back at you. And go ahead. You, you'd said uh, uh, earlier, did you say that you're, you're, you're a peacemaker at work? Okay, I'm, I'm a peacemaker? A peacemaker that you that you like to have peace guys at work is that did I understand you correctly did you um no actually what I said was um, the person that's making derogatory comments focused on me is someone that's not doing their work and this is a volunteer organization so it it helps support the work that I do there supports my main thing my main work and. I just don't want to, um, you know, I'm just hoping that this gets resolved where people are just going to realize that we're spinning our wheels and continuing to have uh, nowhere um, arguments. They're losing a lot of good people there. 
Well, they are, but it seems like the people that um, are staying that are causing a lot of the problems, they ain't going anywhere. And one of them seems to be a little bit higher up. Is that right? Yeah. 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 So that's part of the problem is one of, they're, they're sort of setting the tone for the whole entire thing. And it, it's a bummer. And, um, you're, you know, I've been in those situations myself when I've been in work environments. My husband, work environments, my husband has been in those situations. And, you know, when they sort of set the tone, when you try to change the tone, there's nothing that you can do because it ends up coming back on you somehow. And so you need to just either understand that as you continue to work there, things are not going to change. And I know that you wish that that was not true, um, but it is true. And um, so you can, you're going to have to work there with the knowledge that these people are not going to change, and there's two of them that are not going anywhere, especially the one that seems to be a little higher up, not at this point in time. So that's the type of environment you're going to work in. So if you cannot, if it's not productive and, and you're losing people, you may choose to um, work in a different branch or different department of, of whatever you're doing. Uh, just for the simple fact of you can't change those people. You have no control, especially over the one that's, high, that's higher up. And the other thing is you can't change their, their perspective because they're not open to having their perspective changed. So you have, you know, you have no control over what they do. You only have control over your own view and your own life and how you're going to handle things. And so either just understand if you stay there, it's going to continue. Or decide that you're, you really need to work somewhere where you can have a more thriving um, work environment and do that. Those are really your only two choices because them two, them two I keep seeing two in particular, they're not going to change. There's a, there's a saying that you may have heard of, um, uh, if what you're doing isn't working, change what you're doing. And that, that, that comes with approaches and, and all kinds of different things. And you may not know what to do right away, but just remember, um, you know, if you keep doing the same thing and keep getting the same result, that will never change. Right. But the thing is, um, too, is it's not what you're doing that's not working. You know, it's what they're doing that's not working, but it's not working for you. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. not working for you. Yeah. yeah. So um, I would look into moving uh, to a different area if I was you. Um, and I think that you would be a lot happier because it would be like, it seems like um, a lot, way too much focus is being um, brought up on stupid little things. So um, good luck with that. And please check out the articles um, that I have on my website because I think that you might enjoy some of those. And that's that jennapykick.com. And hopefully uh, you can get in a better environment for yourself. Okay, thank you. Okay, you're welcome. Have a wonderful day. I don't even know how to work this thing anymore, I swear. <laughs> Jen, uh, we're having, uh, as you may have heard earlier, we're having some computer uh, glitches and signal glitches here and there. So she's working two laptops. It's uh, Well, she's a mom. She's a multitasker. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> um, so one of the stories, back to the paranormal activity, um, one of the stories that I wanted to talk about was uh, you get a lot of different spirit lights sometimes and um, orbs and things and pictures, um, you know, smoke and pictures and that sort of thing. And that's all uh, spirits. Uh, being caught on film. Uh, it's really neat and fun, I think, when you see some, like, smokiness on film. Uh, but we had lived in this house, this one house, uh, oh, gosh, I can't remember how many years ago. This was seven years ago or something. And I had a cousin that was over there, and we were talking, and we had our kids, and they were running around playing and whatever. And um, it was nighttime, so that always makes it more fun for the children when something eerie happens. And uh, my kids had been, had kind of grown up around, you know, different things being moved and so their perception was a little bit different and her kids not so much. So one of the things that happened, we were sitting there talking and my living room was completely open across my dining room to my kitchen. So it was completely open all the way across and it was quite a ways that it was open. And there was this huge flash of light. And I mean, by huge, they were trying to get our attention like nobody's business. You know those big old cameras that have the giant big flash, flash bulbs? Bulb? Yeah. Um, it flashed like that to where it lit up the room so bright it almost blinded you for a split second. 
And I had turned just in time to see this um, ball of light that was uh, in the center of the room. It was about three feet off the room, and it was kind of blue in color. And I turned just in time to see that flash just go off. And it stopped all of the kids in their tracks. I mean, they just literally just froze. And one of her kids <laughs> goes, what was that? And I, we quickly, knowing the fear on his face, oh, one of the light bulbs burn out, you know, because you know how light bulbs can make that little flash, thinking we could pull that one over on him. Apparently he wasn't buying it because he came over to his mom and looked at her and just said, I don't want to be here anymore. I want to go home. This place is haunted. And he was like seven. He was terrified. It was just, you know, the most, the funniest thing. We still talk about that to this day. Um, but that was one of the guides, and they were actually, there was some stuff that was going on behind that. They were trying to get some people's attention, and they were doing a certain thing. And for most people, they would think, oh, my God, I can't believe that. And beans, it was nighttime. That would freak them out completely. And, you know, that was really cool. That was a really neat experience, and it, and that was a huge deal for them to try to make that um that flash of light and to get all of our attention and they got about eight people's attention that day well there was a lot of paranormal activity at that property though because there was I, I had been at that property so was there was there uh, was there some sort of a vortex yeah there was there? actually a portal of vortex portal. um very uh close to that and so um and it you know that was in the black hills area and as anybody that knows there's a lot of different um, and the black hills is where um <laughs> in south dakota For those of you who, uh, in black hills of south dakota there's a lot of uh, spirit activity and sacred stuff that goes on there so um there was a portal there and you know we'd hear children i was woke up by children in the middle of the night and um we've had we had things misplaced and moved we had doors that were open and closed like right in front of you like literally open and closed there right there and it was just something that we we didn't mind at all i mean the spirits weren't negative we would laugh about it when it had happened we'd talk about it it was not that big a deal and it was just but i tend to and my children we tend to have spirit activity follow us because we they know that we can see them and they can try to get our attention and that sort of thing. So we tend to have it happen a lot. It's something that we just live with. You know, it's it's your perception. I mean, had my kids, if I had raised them in a different way, and, you know, they had watched all these scary shows, and they thought, oh, my God, the flashlight, we're definitely going to die. <laughs> so, well, well like somebody... anything, yeah, well, exactly. That's the wonderful media blowing things into something that it's not, but, that's all about sensationalism and money. Uh, but that's also about attunement. It's like, you know, if you're raised or you work out, for example, in a certain uh, um, venue or, or something like that, I mean, you're, you're tuned into that more so than anyone else would be. Um, so your kids are very, it was a natural thing for them. I mean, they were well, raised yeah. with it. So, I mean, you, you know, you can go different places where there's different cultures, and it's pretty strange, but it's natural for them. They'll eat things that you'd never think of right. eating or whatever, or they have a lot of spiritual um, activity because of their uh, spiritual beliefs. Right, and actually, and you don't have to be born having a gift to be okay with that because we're all spiritual beings. We're all in our natural state at that point in time. My husband grew to just be fine with it all. I mean, at first, he was like, what the hell's going on? This is weird. Um, but he just is, he's used to it now. I <laughs> Who mean, are you people? About it, you know? <laughs> so it's something that it, just when your perception shifts, you can understand it more. It's not as scary. Um, you know, that's what I'm trying to get people to do is understand more that they need to get out of the fear and the fear base. Uh, we have another caller. Um, it, we'll get so that we get them before we go off the air. It's uh, 727. Hi. Hi. Aloha. Aloha, that's so cool. <laughs> it, is, it is cool. Yeah. You should be here and try it here. <laughs> oh my God. I've never been to Hawaii. I've always wanted to go. Um, yeah, I wanted to know. Um, I want to see what you see coming for my finances. Um, you've had a, a rough little dip, it seems like, lately. Um, it just seems like you're not where you want to be on your finances. Does that sound about right? Yeah. Okay. It has some other, has some unexpected things come up or kind of messed with your finances a little bit? Yeah. A couple of years, Late. like about two years yeah. ago. 
Yeah, it just seems like you've had some um, rough little things here and there, some bumps in the road. But actually, in half, which uh, I also June, I always get in the months at the same time, so I always have to count. Okay, it was a month and a half in June, but um, in about a month and a half, I actually see things start to s sort of plateau out and straighten out for you, and then um, about six months after that, they start to pick up pretty well. So you're going to be in a lot. You're going to be relaxed about it in about a month and a half in June-ish, and then you're going to be um, feeling a lot better about your financial situation six months from, from June. Oh, okay. That's good to know. Um, you know, and uh, that that's a good thing, and and I see some positive things happening with money. Um, it just seems like that you've been in a in a bad place kind of with money for a little bit, and so I see that shifting for you. And you know that that's all good. Some of it may be work related, like um, you may have some extra income or something that's coming in, um, or something of that nature. But yeah. You definitely will have a change, and you'll feel a lot different about uh, money in the six months. Okay. Or, I mean, it won't be because it seems like are you you're, that it's kind of such a stressor. You know, it's really a stressor for everybody, really. I mean, um, does that make sense? Yeah, it's been a very, very – I didn't used to have this kind of a stress about money, but I really do now, and I'm okay now. It's kind of evening out a little bit, but – it's been a very rough, rough, it's just like things kept coming up and it was exhausting. But yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I'm actually, I'm waiting on a settlement. Yeah, I just use things and uh, that's going to go away. It's going to, you're going to start evening out. But, um, uh, we're, I carry, well, you're cutting out. I wonder if I'm cutting out on everybody else as well. Because no, they you're said not. That I, well, you're not. Okay. No, well, a little bit on my phone. Yeah, I kind of hear you cutting out, but it's not that bad. Yeah, okay, great. Well, like like we've said, we've been having so much trouble. Um, but, yes, actually, and if you're on Facebook, um, you know, like I said, was telling everybody, go to my jenniferopsychic.com web, website and add me as a friend on your Facebook. Um, I do have a lot of um, quotes that I do every week that people to help keep them focused because I'd like you to um, change your focus a little bit about money and yeah. where you want to be. Um, and I feel like you want to change that as well, but you don't don't really know how. So um, I'd like to shift your focus a little bit. And I have some articles on my website too that uh, the Law of Attraction Simplified that you may enjoy. Um, but I do, like I said, I do the quotes and I do these different things and answer some questions on the Facebook where it'll help uh, refocus your money and, and change your perspective on it. And that's what will really help with your, your money flow as well. And um, like I said, I know that you're not really sure how to do that and you're kind of wanting a little bit of direction. So definitely go check out the website and check out the Facebook if you have one, okay? Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Bye. Aloha. Yeah, I'm not sure that we'll continue to do the paranormal activity shows because this is really stressful trying to get back and forth to both switchboards. Oh, geez. But well, maybe, maybe some of the spirits could just work one of them for us. It's uh, our, our main switchboard here is we're getting we're getting uh, we're getting sound from one and 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 switchboard and from the other. Uh, it's pretty incredible. I had an experience last weekend with um, our Kumu. Kumu in Hawaiian means teacher. We have a, a Kumu uh, that uh, works with us in Hawaiian spirituality and Hawaiian values, Kumu Karen Lealoa Carroll. And she had a group of, uh, of Keiki students, uh, children that we were uh, teaching Hawaiian values to. Uh, we went to one of the, uh, the heiaus, uh, um, an ancient temple here in Hawaii where there's a vortex and a portal. And she often does uh, guided imagery through the vortex. And so uh, we all sat down, and she's doing guided imagery. And I've been there before, and so I'm kind of assisting. But I sit down uh, in front of this uh, palm tree, and um, as we get going on this, she said, uh, you know, everybody just relax and take a deep breath. And I heard this really deep breath next, right next to me. So I thought oh, one of the kids sat next to me. I, I turned and looked, and there was no one there. Oh, yeah. Now you can make your airy noise. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's kind of what I thought. I was like, huh, you know, because I've been through these uh, portal uh, trips with uh, with uh, Kumu before. But one thing that, that that relates to was just just having that particular thing happen because 
you know, a lot of times you'll hear something and you'll discount it. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, that was my imagination. Uh, and most likely it wasn't your imagination. Right? No, right. A lot of times, most likely it's not your imagination. And they can come very auditory. Um, but what, as I've told people before, usually when you're even clairaudient, you hear with your inner ear. But they can be clear. You can, they can audio to you where you hear with your outer ear. And actually, um, they don't do that a lot, but it can be done. But they can say your name or um, sigh, like you said, or... Um, they aren't always real specific and clear. It's more like... No, it's like you get bits and pieces, kind of like our radio show today. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you get bits and pieces and or... or kind of like some relationships. Yeah. Exactly. So um, very short excerpts uh, of, of name. I've had them call my name um, or, or just say my name, you know, and um, that happens quite a lot, actually. Oh, well, I, I, this is, I, this. is there is there activity in dreams? Because uh, go I, ahead. that's kind of I was just thinking about that this morning, you know, preparing for the show. Uh, because, uh, you know, some dreams for people, and myself included, are very lucid and very vivid, and you're in those now. I, re I realize that some of those are astral travel, but are, do they, is there a paranormal activity? Well, I guess it's a defined paranormal activity is because I define it as more um, of what mainstream thinks of it as, as, as in your waking state, they're moving things or, or saying things or um, contacting you while you're, you know, being in such in your physical state. Uh, in your dreams, you go in more into your natural state, and you do have contact with spirits, and you do go to the other side if it's you a choose. So to me, it's a, it's a different consciousness that's more your natural state. So to me, the paranormal activity is what you would call when you're so based in your physical state existence gotcha. that you are noticing things that in your logical mind do not seem possible. Like you, like how could that trampoline move into the big field? Or how could that big flashlight happen in the middle of the, or how did my keys get over here? How'd that door shut and open? You know, in the paranormal activity at that point is also based in your physical existence. You're actually physically physically opening doors and different things. Does that make sense? Who ate all the cookies last who night? Yeah, who ate all the cookies. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they're a little bit... Uh, anyways, we are going to wrap up the show. We had... Um, this was definitely an interesting show today with all the stuff that has happened, and hopefully everybody could hear us okay. Uh, I've been getting a lot of questions about helping um, people with their intuitive sense again um, and psychic ability. So I believe that that's what the show is going to be on next week. Um, and I actually may be doing a workshop on um, intuition and psychic ability and how to get in tune with that again, etc. The show after that um, is going to be with Tom Campbell again, the NASA physicist, uh, who will talk about um, the big toe. The, the book that he wrote, Theory yeah, of Everything. The Theory of Everything is what that stands for. It's, that's very uh, intriguing for a lot of people because uh, for those people that need evidence, this is science connecting the paranormal. Yes, it actually, uh, that's uh, what I love about that. Yeah, so that's a very... For people that want the logical... Yeah, explain this to yes. me. Uh, and he will, for anybody who's listening on Oahu, he will be in Oahu on June 12th, and tickets are $85, and he will be here. And that's really going to be fun. He explains things so well on so many different levels uh, with showboards and with different things that it's really easy for everybody to understand. You do not have to be a NASA physicist. Um, and also then I have a workshop coming up in South Dakota as well. And that's going to be discussing, um, you know, spirit connection and law of attraction and all those different things. So if you're interested in that, you're in South Dakota um, that will be on June 4th. You can uh, email me or uh, contact me through my webpage, uh, jenniferopsychic.com, or my Facebook page, the Jennifer O Intuitive. You can find my Facebook page through my webpage. So that's where you get that information. And if you're interested in wanting to talk more, have a reading, etc., um, definitely email me or um, contact me through my website. Also, keep a close eye. Uh, Jennifer is getting very busy. There's a lot of things coming up. It'll be very soon now. We're uh, anticipating that uh, Jennifer has uh, uh, just uh, penned, as they say, uh, 
She'll be uh, releasing a new book that's going to be extremely helpful for a lot of people. And in connection with that, there will be a lot more workshops coming up. So she's going to be busy, busy, busy. So keep a close eye on Facebook and everything like that into what, uh, what Jennifer's doings and goings on and paranormal activity are. Yes, and we're going to end the show. Have a good Saturday, everybody. It's uh, jenniferopsychic.com as the website. And aloha. Happy May Day. Aloha. With Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.